what is happening? What's happening, man? Or just what's happening? What's happening? Man, uh, we got a great show today. Oh, man. It's exciting. We've got the mayor of the ultimate southern town, Tupelo, Mr. Jason Shelton, on with us today. Uh, man, I'm excited. I'm super, super excited. Man, I, I, the job that he does here in Tupelo, the job that he has done since he's been the mayor, he's a Tupelo guy. He wasn't a, a ship in that, you know, somebody just was getting into politics. Cares about this town. Cares about what's going on. He, man, I'm just super, super excited. Yeah, the Shelton, the Shelton name is long in the tooth in Tupelo. You know what I mean? They've done oh a lot, yeah, uh, they've done a lot of good things. Growing the city, growing the brand of Tupelo, uh, promoting us in a worldwide realm out in Europe, and just point blank, got the coolest thing. Where we got to do the interview? Oh man, dude! It, it, so we we were, did it at Elvis's birthplace in the green room. In the green room and. <laughs> There's all this Elvis memorabilia on the wall. Just really, really cool. For somebody who born and raised here, lived here my whole life, I can personally say that Tupelo is better now than it's ever been. It is. And I'm excited about that. I, I really I really like how he gets in the interview. I won't really I won't really give you any spoilers, but he talks about connecting that I twenty two corridor going from Memphis to Tupelo. And I think that he is really Really doing an impeccable job. Hey, man, he, he really is. And I also need to point out that that's the third straight episode that you've mentioned the word corridor. So congrats. Dude, I'm down with corridors. <laughs> the the a, I-22 corridor, good, the I-55 corridor. I, back in the day, I lived on the uh, Highway 334 corridor through Takapola and Yakna. So hey, it's, all, it's all about corridors. But, you know, we asked him a couple of rapid fire questions. Yeah. And it got me to thinking, I've never really done anything like this to you. So I'm going to do the same thing for you. We're going to get into the mayor's, but I'm going to do yours, okay? <laughs> so, all right, here we go, Mac. We've got, we've got a few minutes before the, the mayor comes on, so I want to ask you a few. Beatles or Stones? Stones. Can you hear me knocking? That's you. You're more That's, of a... Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I, And if when my mom hears this episode, she's going to be so mad mm. because I think the Beatles are a little overrated. I just, I mean, I, I, it's not that they're overrated. I just, I'm, it's just not for me. I think the songs kind of blend together. Right. I think their non-hits are actually a little bit better than their hits. I feel like the Beatles were more drug-induced. Yeah. And I feel like the Rolling Stones were more drug-fueled. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like the Beatles wrote great point. songs because they were doing drugs. The beat, the Rolling and they Stones were mellowed were, and yeah, chilled out. They're, they're yeah. so impish and whimsical, to quote uh, Walk Hard by Dewey Cox. But, uh, <laughs> but the Stones, I mean, like Keith Richards... Is, he, he, he's a zombie. The, the rocks Literally, the he's, he's 133 years old going on 55. I love that he's the name that everybody wants to get on their Deadpool, but he never dies, so nobody ever gets paid <laughs> out. Ever, yeah, ever. Yeah, but, so. uh, no, Stones, no doubt, man. Stones, no doubt. I think that just the, the hits, just the, the rocking hits. That, right. That's what I think of when I think of the Stones. So. Okay. Jackie Sherrill, Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen. Okay. And and just, well, the, I'm going to tell you something. I answered too quick. Jackie Sherrill has my heart. Dan Mullen has my head. Number one in your program, number one in your heart. Yeah. I mean, the the stuff Jackie did at Mississippi State was big before Mississippi State was anything. Yeah. Dan Mullen took it to another level. So, like, from a, a, you know, I guess a statistical, from a a, results-based deal, Dan Mullen, no doubt, obviously. Yeah. But Jackie Sherrill, he just did quirky things that I really liked. Yeah. He didn't care to push the boundary a little bit. John so. Calipari was a better basketball coach than Larry Finch, but I love Larry Finch with all my being. Right. You know what I mean? It's, I've yeah. got the same yeah. same deal for sure. Okay. Shaq or Kobe? Shaq. Okay. And I, and here's the thing. I used to not like Kobe because before there was LeBron, there was the Kobe-Jordan right. argument. But I've grown on Kobe. Like, ever since he's retired, I've grown on Kobe because – I didn't really realize at the time 
that he was not a selfish player, I don't guess. Like, it showed the work that he put in. I think he was really tough on his teammates, kind of like Jordan was more so than LeBron right. is. But Shaq, man, just from the charisma, the dominance, man, like like I can tell you this, on an eight-foot goal, if I used to get like just – I would just be playing around in my driveway and I would do the two-handed behind the head, pull on it and pull myself forward to try to do the Shaq, you know, like the, the image of when he's ripping the yeah, rim down. big Shaq diesel dunk. I had to get some extra sandbags for my tearaway. <laughs> But right. I, I love Jack. All right. Okay. We'll go here. Next one. Johnny's or Dairy Cream? Oh, Brian. El- the Johnny's drive-in or the, 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 the where Elvis used to sit in his booth <gasps> or the Purple Cow from Dairy Cream? Man. Both of them are stuck in like 1968. So. All right. So, I can tell you this. I've probably, just growing up in Plantersville mm-hmm. and like Midtown Tupelo, I've eaten it both at least a hundred times. I've got to go with Johnny's for okay. one simple reason. They have got a hamburger steak, their hamburger steak meal. Mm-hmm. It's just two hamburger buns, open face, two hamburger steak patties, gravy and onions all over it with a toast. And I carved my name into the single seat in the corner right by the register. And I don't know if you can see it well, but it is still there. Okay. Pretty neat. When I, mean, I was like six years old. Okay. I, got, I took a beating for that too, by the way. <laughs> So sorry about that if you're working at Johnny's yeah. now. Yeah. But you know. All right. All right. So here's the next one. Connie's blueberry donut or Blue Canoe Connie's blueberry donut bread oh, pudding. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> it's a tough one, right? Dude. I mean, it, it really depends choosing on- choosing between your favorite children. I would say that it would depend on the time of day, but I've never had a Connie's blueberry donut at- 9 p.m. I've never had the I've never had the bread pudding at 8 a.m. Well, I can say this: I've never had the bread pudding at 8 a.m. Yeah, <laughs> but I've sure. had many of those donuts throughout the day. Oh, man, days over. I've got to go the bread pudding, man. Bread pudding, and okay. it's and see, I love uh, that was that's actually an easy question because it's not a diss to the other. Oh yeah, it's, you know, it's they're still both Connie's. they're both world class. But no, no, the bread pudding, man. It's 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 the best dessert in town. Yeah. Okay. McAllister's or Spuds, Pontotoc. McAllister's. McAllister's. Okay. And uh, it's uh, the big nasty. That's where it. it's at, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. I got another. Hard, got another tough one here. Ford Mustang, Toyota Tacoma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go. I drive a Ford F one fifty. I hope you say Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've never like. I think of Mustangs. That you're gonna laugh at this. I think of the Loop. Yeah, of the course. The Loop was the world capital of Mustangs. Because all the, the people 90s. from Pontotoc were it's there, just man. Everybody. <laughs> I got to go Tacoma, man. Okay, all right, all right. Okay. I got it. I understand that. All right. I've been kind of pondering this last one here. Well, I, I might have two more for you, but I'm going to go one. In sync, Backstreet Boys. Oh, man. Oh, man. I got to go Backstreet Boys. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why. I think that in sync was more of a response to Backstreet Boys more than they were their own thing. Okay. And I think that Backstreet Boys as a whole, were, I don't know why I'm delving into this, like it's a, a thesis topic. Well, the listeners want to know. <laughs> but the, like to me, the Backstreet Boys, like the group was good. Right. If you, like I can't. But none of them were greater than Timberlake. But none of them were, yeah. So it was like or one of those Joey deals Fat like. One. <laughs> but like, I think that like, I think of songs like Everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all of the ones on Backstreet Boys. But, like, there was each one had their own verse, and you'd be like, oh, yeah. I don't know, that's, 
That's AJ or well, that's Nick Carter. I think low-key the best song out of any of them was Gone by NSYNC. Dude. That was a good one. That, that was one of the last songs and ever released, J, J, Gone. JT, when he went solo, yeah. he still put stuff out, whereas... You see, you know, you like you don't have the feeling of like right. when I was twelve and like, oh, it's insane. But like, I can tell you this, and my buddies that are listening will love this. There was it was the summer of like two thousand one or two. We're playing Junior Legion baseball. the The theme song of the summer on the way to and from games, in sync, Dirty Pop. It's oh man, that is a good song. I and mean, it really just, it's such a catchy song. It. it is. It must be. Pop, 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 pop. Sick and tired of hearing that's all a, these people talk about. That's a, like, dude, that's a good we one. knew every yeah. word. Y'all knew the dance too, didn't you? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> one, two, step in Bye, 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 bye was yeah. another one where you did the thing. Of, you know. All right, well, <laughs> my last one. This will go kind of to the sports junkies and the shoe heads in the, in the area. Would you rather wear a pair of Jordans or would you rather pair of the, wear a pair of the original King Griffey Jr. baseball cleats? Because those things were hot. You remember we were 11 and 12. Yes. King Griffey baseball cleats. Or would you rather have Jordan jump shot or King Griffey swing? Oh man! <laughs> Either Can I one. just do the shoes one. Do the shoes one. All right, which Jordans? Jordan Elevens. I knew you. I know. You know I was gonna go say the Elevens. Man, I got baby blue Elevens with black around the bottom. Yeah, of the, way the, the gamma. Yeah, uh, that's right. I'm going with the Elevens. I'm okay. sorry. And I love Junior, dude. The the logo with the swing yeah. around and the swoosh around the dude. I was the only but, kid in the uh, Sevier County, Blunt County baseball league rocking some King Griffey's because my grandma wanted me to be cool. And I really thought they made me a better baseball player, but I still hit like two fifty. So, <laughs> <laughs> like I've got two pairs of Jordans in my closet right now. Just I mean, I, I got to go with the Gammas, the Elevens. Yeah, the, the, maybe the best, most celebrated tennis shoe of all time. I would have to say choosing the harder choice would be for me to go between the Jordan Elevens or the Penny Foam Posits, dude. The, those the, new we talked about that the yeah. the re-release of the Penny 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 Foam Posits. And they did like 400 in Memphis the other day. They were the, the tiger zebra yeah. stripe ones, dude. If I could get my hands on a pair of those, man, oh my gosh, I'd wear them to church. I swear, first Baptist church, too, but we just have to understand that's just <laughs> I can see the pastor come in, pennies. Brother Matt be cool, he'd be cool <laughs> with that. He would, he'd be down with that. Uh, no doubt, that's funny. Well, thanks for hitting me. Let me, let me thanks for letting me hit you with those rapid no, fires. I'm gonna get you next time, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I like because I love that kind of stuff, man. And I know you, your answers will be better than mine because. <laughs> But I'm gonna I'm gonna make yours hard. Make make them really hard. Make them really hard. <laughs> well, we got a couple things coming up in Tupelo this week that we I want to touch on before we get into the mayor's yeah. segment. Um, uh, not necessarily this week, but things coming up. One thing in particular that is actually coming up this week or weekend is the uh, dancing and singing with the king here in Elvis. And it's yes. uh, March 22nd through the 23rd, and uh, it's just pretty cool. Um, the whole singing with the king. You know, you got folks singing Elvis songs, Elvis tribute stuff. Uh, but the dancing with the king is a really cool thing. Uh, I think it's I think it's the twenty third, and uh, local celebrities are going to be uh, doing a charitable event, dancing to like Elvis tribute artist Elvis songs. So like Jesse Bandre, uh, okay, exec over at Exceed Technologies, and yeah. uh, the Tupelo Top Forty Under Forty winner. He's dancing. Uh, Megan Die. Bartins, yes, and, Megan, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm quietly rooting for Megan. Yeah, well, her her and Jesse, I know them personally. I think Ali Martin. He's, yeah. he's maybe doing this He'll as well. Good, He'll be dude. really good. So I've been seeing some videos of these folks uh, going through their dancing steps and training, and it's going to be pretty fun and really competitive. I know they've got outfits. I'm not. I have. I know a couple of spoilers because I've talked to some of the contestants, but I'm just going to say this: I am really ready for what Jesse Bandre has got going on this weekend. You know what I think about when I think of this, and this is totally out of the realm. Do you remember the movie Cutting Edge? Yes, the ice skating movie where they yes. they try that one 
dance, and it was like the pachinko or yes. something like that, and they hit it yep. in the actual competition. I don't know why. I'm I was thinking that. of Blades of Glory with Will Ferrell. My bad. <laughs> when you say ice skating, that's what I think of. Oh, man. But uh, Dancing with the King is going to be really cool. You can get tickets uh, online at uh, Dancing with the King, I think, dot com. Um, I think they're about 50 bucks maybe to get in the door, but yeah. it goes to a good cause. I think I'm actually going to go and hang out with Mitch. Nice. We're going to sit over there and make, make fun of all the folks that can dance better than us. Because <laughs> I, I got two left feet. Uh, to quote my friend Hal Teasler, man, Brian's got good rhythm, but he doesn't really dance all that well. <laughs> so that's what he said one time. I was like, man, I thought I was a great dancer. but anyway. Only dance at weddings. I have a video of one Oh, of you told me about that earlier. So uh, retract your statement so I don't have to show people. I completely lied right there. I do not <laughs> dance at weddings. Ever. You most certainly did not dance at Tommy's wedding. I did so. not dance at Tommy's wedding. But uh, another big thing coming up in the in the pretty near future, you know, uh, 26th, 27th of April, really a big deal now, the Double Decker Arts Huge Festival deal. in Memphis. I mean, in, in Oxford. Oh, man, I go to this about every year. Yeah. I have seen some world-renowned acts at this thing. I have seen Trampled by Turtles, Robert Randolph and the Family Band, St. Paul and the Broken Bones, J.J. Graham Mofro, a lot of folks. But this year, they've really gone over the over uh, above and beyond for their their uh, their lineup. Friday night is always really fun. Uh, at seven o'clock, you can catch the Thacker Mountain Radio Show. Oh, it's yeah. a really cool thing that to is do cool. there. And then, uh, you know, they always have good folks there. You might catch a Jimbo Math as a Carrie Hudson, somebody sure. regionally famous. At eight o'clock on Friday night, you got Eric Gales. He's an American blues rock guitarist, child prodigy, but he's an older he's an older guy, but he can really rock it out. He's played with. Uh, People like Gary Clark Jr., Lauren Hill, um, he's a really good guitarist. But on Saturday, they take it up a notch, dog. And I'm, I'm just because there's a big baseball series <laughs> going on. Who are they playing, by the way? You know, <sighs> I'll have to check. I mean, it'll be an SEC. I, I, yeah, it's obviously. an SEC school. For some reason, LSU sticks out of my brain. But we can look that up. <laughs> I know. Well, I just lied to everybody. State. It's yeah, <laughs> I lied to everybody. But we'll look that up while I'm looking at this. But I'll say that, uh, at one o'clock on that Saturday. You need to go ahead, get your Bloody Marys in you, your mimosas, and get onto the square because Cedric Burnside's playing. Now, Cedric Burnside is a native Mississippian from the, the Hill Country Blues vein. His father was R.L. Burnside, but he released one of the best albums of the year this past year. Uh, he earned one Grammy nomination in, uh, this year. Uh, I'm not sure if he won it or not. Uh, and he was the Blues Music Awards honor uh, winner as the uh, drummer of the year four years in a row. You don't a, need to know much else, folks. Yeah, his last name was Burnside. Yeah. And, you know, he's R.L.'s son, one of the many that can play. And he will be on the square at 1 o'clock kicking it off on Saturday. Um, Emily King is uh, the one, is after after him. I don't know much about her, but I'm telling you, if she's following Cedric Burnside, she's going to be pretty good. 4 o'clock, Duran Jones and the Indications come on. They're really good. You should Spotify nice. Duran Jones and Indications. But after that, it really gets going. Lucero, Memphis-based oh, yeah. Southern rock band. Lucero's great. They're no at 5.30. And uh, at seven, shovels and rope, a Never duo. Heard. Shovels and rope is awesome. They're in that Americana vein. Okay, man and woman duo. We got a guitarist and a drummer. Like it? Yeah, they're really good. And um, they do a cover of the Oak Ridge Boys, "Leaving Louisiana in the Broad Daylight," and it is fantastic. We're probably wow. we might actually play that on the show here in a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe they won't catch us doing that. But it's headlined at eight thirty. Uh, by Jason Isbell in the 400 unit. Let's go. I'm telling you, dog. I mean, you know, uh, he, like I said, we've talked about him before, but uh, he'll be he'll be here so in, in Tupelo on the 31st, and he'll be uh, headlining the uh, Double Decker Festival, and uh, that'll be pretty awesome. No so, doubt, man. You know, they got a couple other ones coming up before too long. Uh, Memphis in May is the first weekend in May, the third, fourth, and fifth. Jazz Fest is the two weekend thing. It's, yeah, it's like the 26th 
It's the same weekend as Double Decker and the same weekend. Have you ever been to Jazz Fest? I've been to Jazz Fest, but I've never actually been to the Fest. I've been to New. Let me rephrase that. I've been to New Orleans during Jazz. During Fest, Jazz, but, Fest. but never been to Jazz. I've seen a lot of uh, local bar shows at sure. Tipitinas and places like that. I've I've heard it's a bucket list festival. It, it is. Well, I mean, this year alone, uh, when I name these names, you're gonna you might have to change your britches. The Stones. Stay, say no more. Dave Matthews Band. Say no more. Katy Perry. Say no more. Jimmy Buffett. Stapleton. Pitbull. Santana. Diana Ross. Van Morrison. So the Grammys are being hosted at Jazz Fest <laughs> the re- this year. The, the Reverend Al Green. That's my pastor. I mean, that's my dog right there. Earth, Wind, and Fire, Trombone Shorty, Gladys Knight, the Revivalist, you boys. Oh, folks, <laughs> if you're at Jazz Fest, I know all the headliners he just listened to. If you get a chance, and it'll probably be like a 2 p.m. type of show, oh. go check out even gotten, the I haven't even got through the other big ones. Leon Bridges, John Fogarty from CCR, Chaka Khan, Herbie Hancock, Tank and the Bangas is awesome, by the way. If you don't know Tank and the Bangas, they're good. Tom Jones, Bonnie Raitt, Sierra, Alanis Morissette. I mean, Gary Clark Jr., the head and the heart. And then there, I'm going to I'm gonna name you three more before I, I mean, I'm going to move on because there's even so many I can't name. But Boss Skaggs, Aloe Black, John Prine, and then here's one for you, Aaron Neville. <laughs> Dude, we're going to Jazz Fest. <laughs> I'm going for Aaron Neville only. You know, the All Stars are playing, the Mavericks are playing. You know, all those I didn't people. I even know that Aaron Neville was still touring. He's got he? like 70. Oh, dude, dude, I'm telling you, he is amazing. Like in terms of most recognizable voices in the realm of music, Aaron Neville has it. Everybody plays the fool <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> He's so good. If you want to hear a really hit, a really big hit, you listen to Tell It Like It Is by Aaron Neville. If a woman's ever broken your heart, you listen to Tell It Like It Is by Aaron Neville, and you, you, you'll be okay. And then, you know, Memphis and May always follows Jazz Fest, and there's always a That's big right. there's always a big talk like, who is better? Who had the better lineup? Well, this year, unfortunately, there's no contest. It's Jazz it, Fest. It's Jazz Fest. Memphis and May has some good ones. You know, they got Dave. Dave will be there the second yeah. weekend. Uh, Khalid. Uh, the singer who, uh, oh yeah, he had, he had the big hit this year. Uh, uh, send me your <laughs> yeah, location. Yeah, location. Shine down is playing, <laughs> dude. Best cover ever. Uh, uh, Simple Man. Simple Man. Well, Mama told me, dude. That's, that's good. so good. So good. Charlotte's playing. It's been uh, a minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Block Boy JB is playing. Uh, I think he does the shoot dance, maybe or <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, and then on that, that's on Friday. So pretty much, just go tuck see, my chain during that see, Go see Dave Matthews Friday at Memphis May. <laughs> Saturday you got G Easy One Republic, and now here's the here Rainbow Kitten Surprise is a good band. They're along the lines of uh, uh you know the band uh, Kings of Leon. They're along, oh, they're along the same lines of yeah. Kings of Leon. They're 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 in that I'm vein. Real raw that. rock. Uh, William Bell is an old soul singer, and he sings a song. Uh, you don't miss your water until your well runs dry. That Saturday, Moon Taxi. Moon yeah, Taxi's really Moon good. Taxi. They're playing there. Kingfish. My guy. Terry Harmonica Bean from Pontotoc. Hey, shout yeah. out. And uh, the and really grapes. the really awesome one, Big Boy from Outcast. Oh, Atlanta. dude. But the, the awesome one that people really are going to not really think about because they don't really recognize the name, one of the headliners that night is Charlie Wilson. Okay. Now, Charlie Wilson is the lead singer of the Gap Band. You dropped wow. the bomb on me early in the morning. He's also the guy who sings, uh, you know, in the song Snoop's Upside Your Head. The guy who sings, yeah. tell me about a man that I want to I'm, I'm thinking about yeah. Larry Harmon playing. You the, <laughs> yeah. like, that was Larry Harmon's favorite yeah. song. So, so Char- 
Every time somebody hit a big three at the Grizzlies games, they'd play that song and I'd lose my. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, but Charlie Wilson is going to be awesome in Memphis, man. No and then on Sunday, to kind of round it out, the Killers, Cardi B. Oh, I like the Killers. Cardi B. Oh, cur- Yeah. Gary Clark Jr., uh, Lord Huron, the Claypool Linen Delirium. That'll be really good. That's less Claypool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Moneybag Yo is playing. I really think Blockboy JB is wanted by the city of Memphis for gun running and drugs, so he might be canceled now that I think about it. <laughs> he's going to have a really, really late show yeah, if he Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be sneaking in under an alias, but I re- one of them can't play. Uh, St. Paul and the Broken Bones, Lucas Nelson, Willie's son, and The Promise of the oh, Real. Man, yeah. Those two are on Sunday. So I would have to say of the days to go, catch Dave and Khalid on True. Friday. Catch uh, Charlie Wilson, Moon Taxi, Rainbow Kitten Surprise, William Bell, Kingfish on Saturday. And then Sunday, go catch The Killers, Gary Clark Jr., Lord Huron, the Claypool Delirium and St. Paul and the Broken Bones and Lucas Nelson. And Even if you poor man's Jazz Fest lineup, still still a good it's, lineup. It's a re, it's it's a good lineup. It's got a little bit of everything for everybody. So yeah. it'll be exciting. But that's kind of what we got going on music wise in the area. And uh, as always, Elvis Fest has got their lineup coming up pretty soon. We're expecting a yeah. big big week out of them. We're hoping, you know, and we're hoping that we can get it in with the mayor and get that lineup a little early. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if he can drop us some nuggets on our own. Uh, a couple things I don't get to ask the mayor about, but I'm going to tell you beforehand. He, so you don't get too excited. He did not confirm or deny that there was a Top Golf coming to Tupelo. <laughs> Just to let y'all know, he did not confirm. They're looking at Plannersville for, for yeah, <laughs> real estate locations. Yeah. I had some good land out in Brewer, south of the industrial park in that big field between there and Shannon High School. But I think it might be a floodplain, so we might not be able to go there. But anyway, <laughs> we're going to get right to the interview with Jason. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. And uh, we'll be right back, and uh, we'll get we'll get to the mayor. No doubt. We'll see you shortly. And we're back with the What's Happening podcast. Very, very special guest today on our show. We have Mayor of Tupelo, a good personal friend, Mr. Jason Chilt. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm uh, proud to be here uh, for the new show and uh, just uh, look forward to chatting with you and promoting the uh, All-American City of Tupelo and all the wonderful things we have going on here. Well, I'm so glad to hear you say that. Um, because this will be the most casual interview you will ever do, I can imagine. <laughs> well, that, that's good. I get the, unloose, uh, unloosen your tie, Mayor. <laughs> sometimes they put me under the hot lights and uh, give uh, try to grill me a little. So relaxed is good, especially right here at the uh, Elvis Presley birthplace. And speaking of which, I want you to talk a little bit about what's going on this week. I mean, you know, I've just read the paper and talked yeah. to you briefly on the phone. So. What are we doing? Well, tonight we've got two things happening at once here, which is a good thing. Uh, we're doing our ward tour for the State of the City presentation. So Councilman Palmer here, Ward 5 Council uh, member, and myself will be doing a presentation to uh, the citizens of Ward 5. So the neighborhood associations, homeowners associations, uh, different folks involved here in East Tupelo. Uh, We'll be here tonight, Um, but we also have a special guest. We have um, right at 30 um, of our friends from Austria and Germany here uh, that are Elvis fans that uh, are coming into town uh, today through Thursday. So they're going to be here tonight. Uh, We do have um, uh, Clay's House of Pig. So Chop is catering tonight. I was going to say, I feel like if you're the mayor 
of the the city that's the birthplace of Elvis, you have friends from all over the world. It's it's absolutely amazing. Um, you know, I got to go to the uh, European Elvis Festival last year in Germany, which in Badenheim, the city that Elvis lived in when he was in the army over there. That's where I met this group. Uh, got to you know hang out with them over there. Invited them to to Tupelo. Uh, but it's amazing. Uh, one one young lady, uh, probably you know mid to late twenties, came up to me, learned that I was mayor of Tupelo, started talking about coming here to the Elvis Presley birthplace, and literally started crying. Just the emotional impact that it had wow. of you know being able to be here and kind of as we say where it all began. But uh, you know, growing up here, uh, we sort of take it for granted. You know, we can drop. We do. You know, yeah. we. Uh, but it's it's a big deal uh, all over the world, and that's a good thing for us that Elvis continues to grow sure. internationally because, you know, here domestically, uh, a lot of the Elvis fans, you know, they're Elvis's age, and that's right. You know, we're slowly losing that fan base, so it's just important for the city of Tupelo, for Memphis, for Graceland, uh, that uh, we continue to reach out to Elvis fans all over the world. Uh, get them to come here to uh, Tupelo, get them to co- go to Memphis, and uh, continue the life and legacy of Elvis Presley. I love the way – dude, Elvis is so cool. You know, like, and that's what, like, Elvis was cool before there was cool. That, it, you know? That's exactly right. He was right. the first ever cool. You know, when you look at the artists today of, of every genre and you see the things that they're doing, uh, even if it's, you know, cool and hip and trendy now – you can look back at Elvis, and he did that way yeah. back when. Like it, you, I, I equate it to this. Like you see, like they say that, like hip hop and R and B, there's always a dance to whatever song they're doing now. Well, I'm sitting here thinking, time out. Did you ever see the King when he used to shake his legs back and forth and swing those hips? That he, you weren't the first to do that. In other words, no. Boy. He he was yeah <laughs> exactly. He was you know Elvis the dancing, the moves, the looks. You know the course the the young ladies loved Elvis Presley but uh more so than that when you look at the entourage you look at oh, yeah. the production of the shows you know just going from a stage performance to a major sure. concert performance having the jets having the the Hollywood lifestyle you know Elvis was the right out front on all that there's no doubt I really you know speaking to the coolness and the, the big production I as, as a guy in my mid-30s, I was too young for this, but I don't think anything is cooler than Elvis Aloha from Hawaii. You know what I mean? It was the most broadcast concert of all time, it, maybe closed caption, I mean, uh, closed circuit stuff. I mean, it was huge. It absolutely was. I'm glad you mentioned that. And to put that in perspective, um, you know, a billion people with a B watched Aloha from Hawaii uh, live via satellite. And that was a day and time where it's not like today, where everyone has a TV, everyone has cable. Um, yeah, those are those are World Cup numbers. Yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. It's insane. It is absolutely insane. Back in the 1970s, that uh, you know a performer could reach that many people. And you could, I mean, you could say technically everybody that had a television, yeah, <laughs> had it on. That's I right. Mean, at that time. That's right. It's so it's just cool. amazing. And you know, I, I kind of think about sometimes. You know, imagine. If in 1956, uh, teenage girls could download Elvis instantly, you know, if teenagers, oh my gosh, you know, the number, the money he would have made now, absolutely. If you know, and, and just the kidding? the number of 
his singles. You know, right now when uh, new, you know, Beyonce or whoever will, you know, release a new hit, which instantly downloaded. That's right. Imagine if they could have done that for Elvis Presley. My mom would be fresh out of nickels. <laughs> I can tell you. But well, just I out love of, your mom you, and your mom and your dad both. They're they're great <laughs> folks, great friends of mine. Just out of curiosity, favorite Elvis song. You know, I go back and forth. Um, uh, I, right now, it's if I can dream. I'm gonna uh, cry, Brian, uh, because you know it's just so moving. Uh, I'm probably for my age unusual in that I've traditionally liked kind of the late '60s, early '70s songs. Love kind it. of the. Well, if I can dream is my. I sang it when we were on the radio right. back when we were at ESPN for no reason, but. For, uh. <laughs> But I like, uh, you know, the, In the Ghetto, Kentucky Rain, oh, Suspicious yeah. Minds, that that kind of era, uh, to me, uh, uh, I tend to prefer. So, I guess that speaks uh, to your, you're like the, the Elvis that transitions from cool Elvis to fat Elvis, is that well, your kind of genre? Because, I mean, I am partial to fat Elvis. I've, I've put on about 20 pounds in the last year, so when I get back on my diet and lose weight, <laughs> I'll go back to the 50s. and Playlist yeah, changes. Yeah, I'll go back to Heartbreak <laughs> Hotel and Joe House Rock and whatnot. Well, let, let me ask you one, uh, one more Elvis question. Because you're the mayor of Tupelo, when you go out of state, mm -hmm. and let's say you're in, I don't know how far you've been out you know, in the country, but let's say you've been to Montana. Is that the first question everybody always asks? Absolutely. Really? It, it You know, Tupelo... We're, and I, I know I don't have a lot of time, but the Natchez Trace is the oldest road in North America. We right. are first paved road in the south is here, first TVA city, first urban renewal, first you name it, it was right here. But we're known internationally for, um, you know, a boy and his mom that walked into Tupelo Hardware Store to get a gun, came out with a guitar, and went on to change the world. It is absolutely amazing. Uh, people all over the world know Tupelo, Mississippi because of Elvis Presley. I'm putting that on a T-shirt <laughs> and selling it. <laughs> no kidding, though. It's, that, that was really, really cool when th that you speak about Tupelo, that just transitioning to this. We had uh, Mitch McCamey from, yeah. from KOK and Neon Pig on and had a segment we called Dinner with Friends. We sure. did our first podcast. I don't know what we're going to call this, Brian. We call it Hanging with Friends <laughs> or Hanging with the Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyway, uh, one thing he said about Tupelo that was so cool to me, he was talking about kind of the same things you are and what makes it so great. He called it the ultimate southern town. Well, that's awesome. Mitch and, you know, the kind of the foodie movement right here, the farm to table, uh, you know, they're putting us on the scene uh, all across the country with uh, the great restaurants, you know, uh, Chop, Clay's House of Pig, oh has gosh. gotten national recognition. Best barbecue ever had. Of course, KOK, you know, the best burger in America. Yeah. Um, you know, Blue Canoe, uh, restaurants all over town have Mitch gotten. Mitch called Blue Canoe the best small-town bar in America. And it's hard to argue with him. You know, Adam uh, Morgan does a yes. fantastic job of getting that live music scene here um, to Tupelo nightly. Yeah. You know, we've always done a good job of. Uh, you know, here and there having a great concert sure. or, you know, the arena, the fair park events. Uh, but what he's done is, is really, you know, brought home right here that nightly live music option. Sure. And that's incredible. Let me ask you this. Is is there how much of your day to day? And I don't want to get into the boring okay. stuff of being mayor, obviously. I know you've got a lot of do a lot of stuff that most people would never dream of doing. But 
what's something that just as being mayor that you actually get to enjoy that people wouldn't know? But, you know, like just a small perk here and there. I mean, like, obviously, you get to eat Clay's House of Pig yeah. tonight, yeah. Which, is a, which is a nice perk. But, like, is there stuff like that, like, you know, like is just cool that, like, most folks don't know about? Like the European Elvis Fest? Yeah. 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 You know, I get to um, stuff like that. Uh, it, it's super cool. Uh, you know, I get to kind of be an ambassador for, uh, of course, the city of Tupelo. That's my job. But as mayor of Tupelo, I get to kind of be an un unofficial ambassador for the Elvis Presley world, you know. Right. Uh, like I got to go speak at the uh, U2 Arena, the O2 Arena. U2 was playing there that night. Uh, but in a separate room, they had a display for Elvis Presley, uh, and the two speakers that night that got to speak were Priscilla Presley and myself. So that was a pretty cool experience to talk to international journalists uh, to get them to come to Tupelo and Memphis. That's uh, that's big time. That's <laughs> than everything I've ever dreamed of doing. We were uh, we were late getting started because um, Bono and Priscilla. I wanted to chat for a little bit, so I did not get to participate in that. Being in the same room with Priscilla makes him makes us two degrees from Leslie Nielsen in The Naked Gun. So we're okay. We're good. I won't quote the. I mean, you know what I'm talking Nordberg. about. But I won't quote it. Well, no kidding. Well, man, that's that's awesome. Well, you know, we've talked about Elvis. You've obviously talked about Mitch and the food scene and the nightlife. If you had to just describe Tupelo elsewhere, I mean. If, you, if somebody asked me, I could do it on any level. Yeah. I could say, you know what, we've got a little bit of everything. If you could tell one person that just knew nothing about it, what what would be four things you'd say? Uh, well, we, we're home to the largest rural hospital in the United States Amen. of America. We're the yep. smallest city in the United States of America with two banks uh, with a, a net worth of over $10 billion. Yeah. Uh, we uh, are regional hub uh, for um, shopping, entertainment, uh, and then I think the growing uh, foodie and entertainment scene. You know, we're uh, from downtown to the Mall of Barnes Crossing, all over the city, uh, moving in that fun, cool city direction, and that's what yeah. we hope to continue to do and be a place that's attractive for millennials, for, um, you know, in my middle age, I, I hate to refer to myself as middle age, but us in the middle. Well, we're, we're zennials. I think. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're zennials. Like, I'm. Yeah, I don't know what I am. We uh, still Gen X, maybe. We listen to White Snake, but we're also in the '90s country. Also, okay, absolutely, <laughs> we're that age. absolutely. Um, but you know, we're a city on the move. Yeah. Uh, we've got all the big city uh, amenities with the uh, small town feel. I love that. You know, and I think it's one of those things that. All those great things you said, you grew up here. Yeah. I grew up here. It still seems like it's a pretty cool place to raise a family to. Absolutely. Uh, Tupelo Public School District just continues to knock it out of the park. Uh, the facilities, the uh, opportunities, the offerings are second to none. Uh, workforce development with ICC here uh, helps us attract international companies to call Tupelo home yeah. and you know it's there's a lot of great things happening here that we should all be very proud of well I was about to ask you a question speaking to the Tupelo Public School District um, it's very important it's vital but I would like for you to speak on the importance and the backbone that that school district means to this city building our leaders and doers going a forward absolutely so 
Uh, you know, I deal with, uh, I work with CDF or Community Development uh, Foundation, Three Rivers Planning Development District, uh, TVA, North Mississippi Industrial Development Association, all of our economic development partners. The Tupelo Public School District is the number one tool for economic development in the city of Tupelo. That's our workforce, and it's that school district, not the others in the county, not others in the city, and not others surrounding that the companies look to for the strength to decide whether to call Tupelo home. Uh, the second thing they look at, what I just mentioned, is the Workforce Development Center at Etiwamba County Community sure. College right here at Belden. Absolutely. Uh, so those two public school offerings are the driving force for the, for the workforce, not to be redundant, uh, right here in Tupelo that allows us to be competitive. You know, we're the top five this year, number five out of, I think it was 450 micropolitan areas in the United I saw that. States. That's incredible for economic development, and the reason why is Tupelo Public School District (ICC) and the efforts that our uh, economic development partners undertake to recruit people here to sure. Tupelo. Well, and you know, there's not much more. I mean, you just you you just spoke so clearly to that. Really quickly, I want to have a couple rapid-fire questions with you. Okay. Have a little fun. All right. I'm, All right. I'm getting so nervous. I'm going to let Brian ask the first one because it was on his mind earlier. All right. We kind of talk about music, food, and stuff around here, but I want to know what's what's the best concert you've ever seen in Tupelo? Uh, actually, um, I think that uh, it may have been uh, uh, Def Leppard when they came to Tupelo. <laughs> I had the best time. Now you're showing concert. your age. Yeah. All right, favorite meal in town? I'm a sucker for uh, Vanelli's lasagna. Oh, that's a good one. That's, that's my. Oh, that's that's why my clothes don't fit anymore. Shout out to Papa Vanelli for that. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, next question here. I, I know we love Elvis first and foremost. Beatles or Stones? Oh, man, I'm not ready for that one. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. I've never gotten to go see the Stones. Of course, the Beatles were before my time. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go with the Beatles uh, for one reason, and that's because they continued that transition that Elvis was a part of. You know, it was Elvis sure. and the Beatles. Um, you know, I'm going to say Elvis, but Elvis and the Beatles transformed popular music. You know, uh, so many great bands that do great things. Uh, but they changed the face of music forever. Sure. No, that's a, that's a great answer. Um, all right, last question. Fun question, but a too low question. This may tug on your heartstrings a little bit. What is the best moment in your life that you think you, you have seen with your own two eyes in Tupelo? It can be concerts, sports, anything. When you, when you actually look up and you're like, wow, this place is great, what moment was that? Well, recently, and this may sound odd, but it was the aftermath of the 2014 tornado. Sure. Uh, we were luckily spared the loss of life, but to see, th and when I say thousands, I mean we counted over 6,000 volunteers, uh, and we couldn't count everybody. That community spirit, that Christian love, that Tupelo spirit, just coming, you know, not just, it's, it's one thing, you know, I've known you for 20 years or more. It's one thing for me to go help you because you have an issue. Right. But just total strangers, just people strangers. showing up yes. with equipment and just helping someone because they're hurting. 
that response to the tornado just, you know, I'm not ashamed to say I cried more than once. Well, that's 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 not the answer I was expecting, but it's the answer that we all deserve. That was fantastic. Well, Mayor Shelton, man, we can't thank you enough for joining us today, um, giving us some of your time because I know it's very, very valuable. Oh, well, thank you. This has been fun. Well, he's – and I know he's not going to tell anybody, and he's never going to pat himself on the back because he's very humble, but what he's done for this city I know is phenomenal in itself. So, Yeah, yeah I'm just looking forward to him uh, going in there and shake, rattling, and rolling with those <laughs> folks from overseas. I'm ready to watch that. Uh, it's been a real pleasure, Mayor. Mayor. Um, like I said, we love Tupelo and everything you've done for the city. We really appreciate you. You're so kind. Thank you. It's it's just an honor and a privilege and a pleasure. Yes, sir. Folks, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with what's happening. Awesome interview, man. Mayor Jason Shelton. Uh, it's good to see him, you know, get to let his collar loose a little bit and not have to be, you know, mayor for just, you know, 15, 20 minutes. But I'm glad he gave us some free time amongst all the foreigners. Yeah, no there kidding, were a lot of right? travelers across the pond to see so, him. And day. Speaking of which, man, like it, it's crazy because there were, I think, over 30 or 30 to 40 Austrian, Germ- German um, tourists, you know, that wanted to come see the birthplace of Elvis. And We've talked about it before, and and he speaks, you know, spoke to it a lot in the interview about what Elvis specifically means to Tupelo, and he, you know, he's going overseas, and I know he mentioned that uh, to try to bring tourism back here, and it's just one of the many things he's obviously doing to, uh, you know, to to grow Tupelo, and he does such a good job. He talks about, you know, he talked about the schools and how how big of a role they play. Uh, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and uh, he he is dead on when he says the Tupelo Public School District is one of the bell cows of the state. There's there's no doubt. I mean, and, and what it does specifically drawing interest to this city and this town, and just where it's going, man, and food. And he I thought it was so cool. He he's talking about Benelli's, his favorite meal in town. He said Benelli's lasagna, man. I thought that was awesome. Well, I, I love Benelli's. I say a funny story. You know, when you and I were younger, the only place you could really take a date was Finelli's if you had your own little part-time job. Yeah. Woody's, if your parents gave you money. Paid, if they gave, or Harvey's, if they gave <laughs> yeah, you the money. Yeah, or Harvey's, if they gave you the money. So a lot of times I would go to Vanelli's back in the day. I loved the crustless pizza. Oh. It was the bomb. But uh, I'll tell you a funny story. I was going to Itawamba, uh, and I had a fake ID. You know, this, I'm old enough now. I can talk about this. And I was one of the few folks that had a really good fake ID. You know what I mean? It was, yeah, it was yeah, legit. The film was on it. It, I, it looked like a license, you know, and it said <laughs> I was 21. And I looked kind of older. But I remember taking my date to uh, Vanelli's, and we were in one of those private booths they kind of had, you know. And I was sitting over there, and I thought it was so cool. And the, the waitress came, and she said, well, what can I get you all to drink? And I was going to really seem cool and surprise them. I was like, yeah, I'd like a glass of wine for my lady here and a Bud Light for me. And the woman said, not on a Sunday, you don't. <laughs> And I was like, oh, damn. You know, it's before the law was passed. But it kind of didn't make me look so cool. But anyway, shout out to Vanelli's for being the place to uh, to go back in the day. And I guess it's still the mayor's favorite meal. Yeah, and when you and t- downtown, you can still get a slice. You can? At any time. It's yeah. it's kind of a it's kind of a more of a pizzeria, like a quick yeah. quick pizzeria type deal. It's really good though. And you know, Papa oh Vaz. Vaz, yeah. Yeah, Vaz is a cool dude. He's kind of a renaissance man. He's a classic guitarist. Yeah. He has a production company. Sure. I'm glad he rebounded after the big tornado. Me too, man, because they, they got hit harder than anybody. They really did. I mean, it, it wiped out the whole building, so shout out to them for sure. Yeah. 
another th- <laughs> I thought this was so cool. You asked the mayor what his favorite concert. He said Def Leppard. <laughs> I didn't take him for a Def Leppard kind of guy. I did not either, man. But that was cool because I was sitting there. You know, we've had a lot of good acts come to Tupelo. And, you know, we were talking about this. Yeah. You and I were. And we were talking about, you know, Rod Stewart and all this. And he drops a Def Leppard on us. Like, okay, that's awesome. Shout out to him for doing that. Because, I mean, not not many folks would be so candid. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm glad he, like you said, he loosened up a little bit and gave us yeah. some info. And he, he gave us a few nuggets off the record that yes. we'll, he'll share for a later date that the city will share. No but, doubt. Uh, but but uh, shout out to him for just being so candid with us. You know, and, and it, it kind of got me thinking when I gave him the rapid fire questions and I gave you the rapid yeah. fire questions in the first segment. Um, You're a smart guy. You used to come to my trivia nights and all that stuff. I did. I've won a handful you of those. You have one handful. And speaking of that, uh, I may, forgot to mention this. Trivia night. Is that next week? This this week. This Thursday. Um, you gotta remind me, dude. Yeah, th- this Thursday. So, uh, yeah. Hope uh, hopefully uh we'll have a good crowd. It'll be at Queen's Reward. Yeah, and that'll be a good time at the Meadery. The really Meadery. Cool. Yeah, the twenty first. Every the third Thursday of the month. Blue third Thursday of every month. Yeah. So we we'll maybe we'll, we'll, we'll release this podcast on that morning, the day early. Yeah. Just so we can get it out, so maybe folks will hear it. But no but uh, it, it's always cool. But uh, it got me thinking, what would be the game show? that you think you would be the best at. You know what I mean? Like the one that you thought, man, <laughs> folk, you know, we talked about the best video game on a, a previous sure. podcast, but what would be the game show that you would be untouchable at? Or at least have a really good chance of winning? Like, okay, I've got three. Okay. Mac from age, I want to say, seven to 13 mm-hmm. would have given his left arm to be on Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, man. I, was a I used Barracuda to get kind of so upset like what you know like the one goes in like the, the, the whoever goes in first on legends of the hidden temple mm-hmm. there's not a lot of lot they can do if they get you know if one of the temple guards gets them yeah they just want to get they, as far as they can yeah they there's nothing they can do about it they don't know what room they're in but what makes me so mad though people don't pay attention is that the the second person their partner <laughs> will not watch their route and will completely go so backwards to how to get there like if you if you went into the shrine of the silver monkey and you couldn't get all three Stacked on top. Like, I had a problem with that. It's like, there are three things. One of them looks like feet. One of them looks like a gut. And the other one's got a head on it. Screw them on top. Open the door. <laughs> it doesn't and make take sure you have a pendant. It doesn't take Dr. Indianapolis Jones to figure this no, out. No, and, and they just, oh, they were just, when they were so slow, I couldn't stand it. But I always Shout thought out the that. the trailer like, park boys for it, the Indianapolis <laughs> Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but if I could have had, like, one of my buddies that I was, like, played ball with, like, I, I just know, like, as long as we didn't get temple guarded, we would have won. Yeah, and gotten back. How would you have Tommy Farr have done in this? Oh, I'd I'd I'd, I'd have gone first just in case because Tommy would have. Tommy's the fastest white boy I've know, ever right? seen in my life. He would have got through that thing so quick. But would he have paid attention to your route, or would he? Be no, a, Tommy would not have paid attention to my route. To but he would have created his own route. He'd have been like doing parkour on the outside <laughs> trying to get through. It. I believe that. So but, what? Are, what are your other ones? Okay, so my second, and this one is this one will be kind of a long-standing one. Is Will of Fortune? I always okay. watch with my mom. I'm so bad at it. Let me tell you this: we went to Tunica. Me and my mom did like, oh gosh, I was in college. It was like at least twelve years ago, and we went. And you have to take like this survey question at the beginning, and when you do, you they ask you like twenty questions, and like she got twenty out of twenty right, and I got nineteen out of twenty puzzles right, and so we're like, okay, we have to be in the top. Like zero point one percentile here. Right. Well, the problem, and we didn't know this until we went. Will of Fortune ain't cared. They don't care about skill. No, they want. They the want personality. the. They want the. You know, like they want the woman from like Nutty Professor's mom on there clapping. Right. And, 
raising Cain and being, you know, exuberant, I guess you'd say. Yeah, my dad and my mom and her sisters all tried to be on the Family Feud one time. Oh, yeah. The 80s. And, like, they were like, look, you guys just act wild and crazy and be be really yeah. uh, enthusiastic and stuff. And, you know, they, my mother and my two aunts were going nuts, and my father and maybe my uncle were sitting there like, uh, what, what's going on here? You we're know, just so trying to answer questions. They didn't make it, you know what I mean? But was that yeah. Richard Dawson family view for what it's worth? I'm, I'm sure he was creeping around. Or who was the other? The Ray. Well, there, uh, there, was, there was Richard Dawson, Ray Combs. Ray Combs. Ray Combs made a terrible end. Yeah. yeah Ray Combs. And then, uh, then I think it went from there to Richard Carn. Louis Anderson hosted Louis it for Anderson a while. Louis did, and then Steve Harvey. And then Steve Harvey's yeah, done yeah, it for yeah. forever. But, yeah. uh, but no, Wheel of Fortune, till this day, uh, me and my roommate watch, and we, I mean, we dominate. We know puzzles before, and it's just one we've always been good at. The third one, and this will this will tug on your heartstrings because I used to watch this too, Stump the Schwab. Oh, my goodness. I used to be so good at it. Now, the ones that, like, I always kind of thought it was fabricated, like staged, because right. there's no way that he could answer some of those questions. But, like, the ones that, like, were kind of for everybody always did really well at. What would be the, you know, when you win and you beat the swab, you get the one subject? Yeah. What would be the one that you would you go with? SEC running backs. That's a really good one. Or Big East point guards. Okay. That's a really good one. Like, I, like both, like, I always love, the, like, the questions they have where, like, they're, like, name, like, they give you 16 names that were a part of some statistic. Right. And you have to list as many as, as you, you can. Could. And yeah. I always love that part. So I would go with uh, famous white NBA basketball players. Oh, dude, that was so good. <laughs> You'd crush that. Yeah, I mean, you know, my numbers <laughs> are limited. And, you know, there's only so many. But uh, the, the, there's, there's three that I also think that I would be really good on. Uh, I would have been really good on the two-minute drill. The old oh ESPN yeah, sports show. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, I watched the two-minute drill quite often. I was, I was really it was good. A good show. It. it was a good show. Um, you know, I always fancied myself as a trivia guest. I think I would be pretty good on Jeopardy. And yeah, and Bri- I still love Jeopardy. Brian, Brian Baldwin from uh, 2001 until I drank my brain cells away probably in 2009 <laughs> would have been a trivia champ. You know, Ken Jennings, sure. bring it on kind of guy. Um, and sh- shout out to Alex Trebek going through, you know, going through pancreatic cancer right yeah. now, stage four. And yeah, shout out to him. He's been an institution. So. He is. And, he, and I feel like there, there is the, one of the funniest. He, I, th- I feel like he's a really cool guy and a good guy. Yeah. But one of the funniest things ever was when they interviewed those guests, for, you oh know, coming gosh. after the first break. And he interviewed a girl and he was like, uh, <laughs> so what do you do? And she's like, I do a lot of LARPing and role playing with, you know, cosplay. And, you know, we have a group of blah, 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 computer people. And uh, she was like, you're just a really cool group of folks. And Alex said, Losers, <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll, I'll never ever forget that clip, and it it still like resurfaces on Twitter all the time. <laughs> Losers. So I was like, yeah, but sounds like a real nerdery over there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, my best, the thing I would have been best at, and I and this is people that know me could vouch for this. I have a weird way that my brain recalls information. It's like stores away like yeah. a Rolodex. I would have been the world's greatest name that tune player. I used Confident? to watch it. I mean, confidence is an understatement. I feel more confident. Well, hang on. Okay. Boy, you keep talking. I'm going to get my phone out. We're okay. about to play Name That Tune. All right. You gonna give you, me can di- you do that? Yeah, you're going to give me different genres, a little stuff, some oldies, some 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 stuff? Yeah, I'm going I'm to mix it up. I'm just, I'm just going to pull. I'm just going to do the first three that I can kind of pull up that don't make any sense together. Okay. All right. Well, just tell me when you're ready for song number one, and I'll be listening. All right. So, folks, we're going to play Name That Tune with Brian here, and we're going to see how good and, he really is. And here's what we'll do. When, when, I, when I know it, I'll tell you to stop. Okay. And we'll stop it, and I'll give you the tune. Okay, so you just tell me when you're ready, and I'll start listening. All right, let me pu- let me pull it up. Let me get a second. All right. All right, are you ready? I'm ready, bro. All right, first song, here we go now. Stop. 
Shakedown Street, Grateful Dead. Okay, I, I would have got that one. But that's that's good though. That's, I mean, I actually on that one right there, I would have thought it would have had to take you to the anyway. Very very nice, very nice to get it that that quick. All right, that was that was pretty good one. All right, here we go. Tell me right, when you're ready. You ready for the second song? Uh, sure. All right, hold on. I almost <laughs> almost went too you, quick. You there. almost went too quick there. All right, you ready? Yeah. Set, go. Stop. Dave, <laughs> ants marching. Okay, so I got a funny reason why I picked that one. There's an episode of The Office, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's Ed Helms, and he's in the skating ring, and he's like, it's like when I'm in the skating ring, and he's like, all right, Dave Matthews, deep tracks only. Yeah. And then he's like, and then I changed my mind because he hears, dun, 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 and he's the only one in the skating ring. <laughs> I used to get the biggest kick because I thought I was the only person that knew what Dave was saying when he spoke. Candyman, dun, 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 dun. I was like, oh, yeah, Google those lyrics. I know what he says. But, man, Dave, <laughs> I'm excited about him in Memphis. Man, I'm glad you picked that one. That was a good no one. There. That was a good one. All right, you got one more for me? You got, if I get this one, maybe we get a harder one? I don't know. We'll yeah, see. We'll, we'll, we'll do a bonus on the fourth. Okay, all, all right. right. Tell, tell, me, tell me when to turn my, turn, my head, turn my headphones up. <laughs> Is there's no, snare in my, there's no snare in my head. Drop that beat. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right, song... Number three, and this one's gonna be pretty tough right here. I hope so. Ready, set, go. Stop. Flashlight, Parliament, George Clinton. No. It didn't even get like hit play. That's what I was I would have thought it would at least. You thought it might have got right here? Wow! No. Man. No. Thank you. You got one more? Yeah, I, okay, one more. All right. Tell me All when you're ready. Let me get, I'll, I'll turn let my let me get up. brutal right here. All right, hang on. All right, here we go. Let me get, all right, now I got you. Are you ready? Yep, bonus round question four. You are the master if you get this. All right, here we go. Come ready, on. set, go. Stop. On it, on it. I got five on it. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I should have known he was going to get that. Okay, Brian's really, really, really good at this. Anyway, I want to play next week. Yeah, you're down next week. Because I know I'm not as good, and it may be funny. (laughs) Dude, that was fun. But I told you, and what's even better was like back in the day when uh, when I would watch it from the late 70s and early 80s, the name that tune was played by like an orchestra. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, a full yeah. band, and it was always a little bit different. But, sure. man, yeah, I would have loved to have, like. Good show, man. That was a good show. Good one, man. That's a fun deal. Name that tune was, it was, it was a little. A, a and little you bit always do time. a good job on that when you do your trivia. And I want you to do one this Thursday night. I can do that. I mean, I don't, I mean obviously, I'm not going to try to cheat, but I mean, I, I want to have a team together. If you're listening out there, tweet McKinley to join his team. I need a team now. My team has dissolved. We're One of them moved to Alaska. What is it? One of them's got a wife and kid now. It just doesn't work. One of them's not living in birth. No kidding. I need a team because I love trivia. Reed Flowers, if you're listening, oh, I'd love I'm to collab with you. If he and Lee Bunch came and, oh, and Bud no. Holman, I don't know. You better hope that the Nettleton Girls Soccer Club doesn't show up to play against Lee Bunch. No kidding. Y'all 0-1 against them. So. We, oh, I forgot we lost that, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, no, I'm excited. No, check that out for sure. What's Go ahead. You're pointing to me. What you got? Speaking of which, we were talking about TV. Oh, yeah. Just to give you just a quick rundown, I've got some things that I'm interested in coming up. Some I've seen, some I have not. Uh, I mentioned several on the last episode, uh, but there's some that are coming out very soon, like in the, the, obviously, Game of Thrones. We're, you know, we're we're jacked about that. I can't wait till we can get on and do our pods and do like a 
little five to ten minute deal on each episode because there's only, I think there's only six. Yeah. In the final season, and it's actually even showed the run times of how long they're going to last. The last one's like an hour and twenty four minute bonus. Stay Acid. off of Reddit if you don't want spoilers. By the way, oh, they're there right now. I guarantee Stay it. Off. Stay off of Reddit. But uh, obviously, Game of Thrones. But starting uh, this week tonight, billions. Okay. Uh, on Showtime, really cool show. Um, I can't think of the guy's name in real life, but it's about guys that are just obsessed with money and power. It's really, really, really cool. It's an episode or season like five now. If you get a chance to check that out, it's a really, really good show about money and power and abusing abusing money and power. It's I think anybody would like it. It's uh, it's it's, it's now I'm not, don't let your kids I watch. Ha- it, I don't have enough of those to abuse, but I wish I did. Well, then you'll like this because you'll be kind of obsessed. You're obsessed and like there's a lot of corruption. So it's really, really, really cool to see. The, there's a mouse cat and mouse game, but uh, and then another one we talked about us the movie the 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 Jordan, Jordan Peele, Peele movie coming. Up. He is also the front runner of a new show. It's actually a remake, The Twilight Zone. Oh yeah, I saw that on the Super Bowl. I saw the yes, and yes. dude, that is gonna be like, I've seen a couple of old episodes. It's a creepy show. It's very creepy, but yeah. like it really, really be cool. Like oh, with him doing it, it'll, it'll be modern. And I tell you what, things that like will never change with that type of show, like Twilight Zone. Back then, it was always like it, there was race stuff, there was money yeah. and power and corruption yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, all hot it's going to do is yeah. hot and button topics, but now it's just going to take those same ones, put them into modern times, and you're going to, man, it's, it's, I, I'm super excited about that. I, now that they're doing the Twilight Zone, they're rebooting it, I want them to reboot Unsolved Mysteries. Oh my, dude, dude. No, 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 I'm not going to sleep at night. No. Robert Stack was the creepiest man dude, ever. And he always talked like this. Yeah. And he, Maybe you could help solve a mystery. <laughs> man, hell no, dude. I'm getting under my no, covers. Man. <laughs> I, need, locking, I need you to solve it, Robert. my doors and going to bed. <laughs> you said this guy was from Athens, Alabama. Ain't no way, bro. Yeah, that day be four hours away. <laughs> That's on 78. Lock the doors, Mom. Saw the same guy on episode of Cops last week. Man, I ain't trying to do that tonight. Yeah. No, but man, that, that show was so creepy. <laughs> so good. It was so good. It was so creepy. Um, you got to talking about some movies and, and uh, music, I mean, uh, television. We were talking about movies. Yeah. Something big that happened here in Tupelo that I'd like to bring light to folks' attention. Yes. Uh, so we have some local filmmakers in our area. Yes, we do. Glenn Payne, uh, Casey Dillard, a lot of local folks were in this film, Driven. Uh, yes. And it, it has premiered at s- several film festivals, but they just had a big screening at the Link Fest at the Link Center That's this right. weekend. Nearly 400 people filled that auditorium, had a huge turnout. And, you know, Glenn did Earthrise. And this is like his big one, Driven, the big oh, one. Yeah. And I'm going to say this. If you haven't caught Driven, you should check it out. I'm, I'm friends with uh, Glenn's sister and his brother-in-law, Will. I've had a lot of info. Marley Meharry, uh, Maddie, who's been, all these people that have been in the film. Yeah. Um, it's really exciting for Tupelo. You guys need to get on board and check out Driven. It's, it was a good production. Absolutely. And um, Glenn Payne is on to something. He's a talented dude. And we, I'd love to have him on the podcast sometime to talk about no, the many things awesome. he does. He's an artist. But a shout-out to them for pretty much filling up and selling out to Linkfest. Linkfest was a big deal. Trent Harmon played. Yeah, it did. It's one of the many things going on in Tupelo. People complain there's not enough stuff for the kids or events here. Linkfest was opportunity for number one. And, and a- if, you'll, a. if you'll, f- you'll, you could follow this group on Tupelo Rocks. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They, they, they're the ones that kind of, they're doing kind of the same thing we are. They're telling you what all's coming up, what's going yeah. on. Yeah. From Gumtree all the way to, to this, yeah. you know. So, like, I mean, it'll keep you in tune for sure. I know they got Buds and Burgers coming yes. up April 5th. That's a big cook thing. That's going to be awesome. I, can I, uh, I'll be out there. I mean, everybody loves a good beer and a good hamburger. Yeah. Uh, and then, like we said, not long after that, we've got Gumtree with yes. Kingfish pre-party, Luthie closing party. 
And the Tupelo Rocks folks are cool. That, I mean, the Haydens, Mitch. Yes. They, they're, Claude they're Clayton. Claude I mean, Clayton. It's, yeah. it's the ultimate Tupelo group for the ultimate town. I'll say this. Ultimate the, Southern town. Uh, the cool kids. The cool kids. Yeah, the cool kids. I'm glad, to be, I'm glad to be a friends of theirs. The cool kids, that, that's what they are. And, and they do a lot of things for for little to nothing. No fanfare. No. They, they don't want you to know their name. We'll say their name. They're, they're behind the scenes, but they're very, very Meredith much Martin, the people like that. The op- yeah, Adam, all those folks. Are, they're doing big things. So shout out to them. Um I'm excited about the spring season. Me too. And Tupelo is a hub for local little league sports, cheerleading competitions. Yes. Like there are so many people that pass through this area from now until the start of school. Um, Tupelo shows out during they do. the spring. They do. They do. I mean, and, and it all starts kind of right now. You know, which yes. is pretty cool. The, the the rains are stopping. You know, the festival season is picking up. That's right. Oh, oh hell, Make, makes me think one thing. What's your favorite festival food? Ooh. Yeah, I know you're a fried Brian. food kind of guy. Okay. And Tupelo has a good food truck scene at their festivals. Yes, at, at, they, they, do. they do. They're All loaded the, down. Yeah, they are. But what's your favorite? Traditional food, maybe. Very traditional. And, like, I, I hate to, like, be cliche here, but, dude, okay. so it, And it's actually, it's not cliche, but it's just, like, a take on traditional funnel cake fries. Oh, man. And I'll tell you what's so great about it. You, like, you remember They're less the, messy, for one. Yes. And you remember back when the mall had Corn Dog 7, you get a funnel cake? McKinley? Or you get a Corn do, Dog. Do I remember? Do you remember it? <laughs> Remember when? Not only, not only am I a president, I'm also a client. <laughs> also a client, of course. <laughs> stakeholder in their stock. Speaking I'm of which, hoping uh, there's a comeback. Those of you that are in charge of the mall at Bond's Crossing, could you please bring Corn Dog Seven back in some capacity? I mean, yeah, Magic Walk Corn Dog Seven. There's a <laughs> wind, there's a Wendy's down the street. I don't need that. Give me Corn Dog Seven, please. Yeah. But uh, no funnel cake fries. And I, and I, what I love about, of course, and I've had a fried Twinkie, a fried Oreo, and they're good. They are good. They really are good. But, you know, the Texas State Fair, Fair a few years ago had fried beer. Naked. They'll fry anything in Texas. They really will. <laughs> the can and all. Yeah. <laughs> They're like fried beer nuggets. I kid you not. But no, the the funnel cake fries. The last time I had them, I forget where it was. But they come, they're, they're just like a funnel cake, and they sprinkle powdered sugar like into like a box, like a fry box. But then there was like six different dipping sauces. There was a caramel. There was a chocolate. Oh, there was a honey. There, it's so good. But that's my, what about you? What festival food? Oh man, it's 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 one is way up on the Mount Everest, the Mount Rushmore, and then everything else pales in comparison. Fresh foot long pronto pup, slathered in mustard. Dude. Take all my monies. Are they really a foot long? Or are they like three feet long? Because <laughs> when you start eating it, you're like, uh. I wish they were. I wish it was a yard of, <laughs> of pronto pup. Hey, what are y'all doing this afternoon, man? I don't know. I'm getting a three. I'm getting so a yard yeah, prano so like, pup. Hey, man, what you got planned for uh, Memphis in May this year? Prano pup. For sure. You going to catch Dave? Yeah, probably after I get a couple after, prano After pups. I eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I really, I mean, I love to get a real, a nice, a nice cold uh, drink and a prano pup. Yes, sir. It's the best thing to do. And uh, Cannot beat it. I can tell you a funny story about Memphis in May. We're all adults here. And my cousin Greg, he listens to the uh, the podcast, so he'll like this. First time I ever went to Memphis in May. Uh, it was uh, the year 2000. 2001, somewhere in there, junior or senior in high school. It was a Willie Nelson, Dave Matthews, Bob Dylan Sunday closeout. Wow. And I went all weekend, but that was a big day. Sure. And uh, I was under 21. And my cousin Greg, it doesn't matter. We're older now. I can say this. I'm not narking him out. He would go buy my drinks for me. You know, sure, he was old sure. enough. He was old enough. But back then, I was a youngster. So all I knew that existed were like Jack Daniels down home punch. You know what I mean? Like those things, like a margarita. So I told Greg, and I said, hey, man, can you go buy me a Jack Daniels down bunch? So he'd go stand in line for like 40 minutes, yeah. pay $20 for a drink, bring it back to me. A little bit later, I said, hey, man, can you go get me another one of these drinks? And he got me another drink, and he waited forever, and he came back and hand it to me. And a little later on, I said, hey, he said, hey, no, 
before you send me up there to buy you another damn downhill punch, I'm going to get you two Bud Lights and you're going to drink them. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about it. He's like, look, you want two Bud Lights or you want nothing? I was like, Bud Lights, it'll be, Bud Lights it is. <laughs> Give me two. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I, I enjoyed my first ever Bud Lights while staring down Bob Dylan on a Sunday singing like a Rolling Stone. You won't forget that. <laughs> I won't. Shout out to Greg. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned, and, and I, I forgot to do it, you, you mentioned movies. There's one, there's two actually that, that, are, that are coming out soon. That I've just I'd be remiss if I didn't mention one I saw the actual trailer for the other night, and it looked really good. But this one was pretty serious. I, I've only watched a half the trailer, but it's called Maze, and it's about corn. No, no. Okay. <laughs> that was an Indian film. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, true events. Nineteen eighty-three Irish prisoners uh, from a maze prison in Northern Ireland. And I don't know the full story behind it, but it's apparently there's a breakout, and I love stuff like that. I think it's just cool. Like, they got Shawshank, you know. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder, maybe he could. Tell me your next movie, and I have, a, I have a situation to put you in after you say this. Talking about it. breaking out in prison films. All right, I'm going to spend a little bit longer. By the way, that's coming out March 29th, so soon. I don't even know if it'll be that is. I think that's the day that St. Paul and the Broken Bones are playing in Oxford. We should Might go have to get a double that, feature. go eat, and then go watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but March, that's coming out March 29th. And then this one is a little ways away, but I saw the preview for this uh, on Twitter. It's called Long Shot. And it's got Seth Rogen, who you'll know of, um, what you know, forty year old virgin. Uh, the the what do you, what did they call him? The frat pack, Pineapple Express. Pine, Pineapple Express. I mean, he's really Which really funny one of guy. The funniest movies. Uh, this is the end. Uh, yeah. Like the really really funny guy. Sausage party. Yes. Don't watch that by the way. Don't. It, it's bad but funny. But <laughs> anyway, um, he plays this journalist, and he's like a speechwriter, and he runs into this girl, and she's a she lack of just speed up a little bit here. She runs for president, and she used to be his childhood crush because she was his babysitter. She runs for president, and they could they're they're oil and water night and day. Uh, but they just they kind of hit it off, and like it just it, it may be a rom com, but I'm telling you, I, I watch if you get a chance, not around your kids obviously, but watch the trailer. You'll you'll laugh just at the trailer. It's it's hilarious, but. That's coming out May third. I definitely want to see that. We we may have to just go do that one Sunday yeah, afternoon. I'm down. I'm down with the matinee. Well, you, you were talking about f- the films and you know things like that, and it got me thinking of what was the first film you just mentioned right there before Seth Rogen? What was it? Maze. Maze. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, the prison. You know, breaking yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. So it got me thinking about those movies we watch, like the post-apocalyptic things. Oh yeah. You know? So my question to you: in a post-apocalyptic world where criminals have to. Uh, Fend for themselves, for their livelihood, for their, for, you know, they don't just get to sit in a prison and get out. Would you rather Narfle the Garthog? Mm. Okay, there's one. Or would you rather uh, Running Man style, have like, you know, I mean, fight the different people, try to escape like Running Man, like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Or would you rather go like Idiocracy and have to go through Monday Night Rehab with Beef Supreme? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Every, idiocracy, by the way, is the only film that has turned into a documentary. <laughs> let me let me ask you this: Would I be an idiot if I chose three, or would I like get to sit back from like? Uh, right, what would, you, what would you rather watch as a spectator, <laughs> or in, if you had to survive one, which one would you survive? Uh, watch as a spectator, I would definitely say normal. <laughs> I just would not win that. First of all, I'm not as good as golfer as Dan Aykroyd is. Beldar. <laughs> Beldar Conehead. Sometimes I feel. 
uh, uh. But anyway, um, and then I would probably do the idi- idiocracy with Beef Supreme. <laughs> Beef Supreme. Monday Night Rehab. <laughs> so good. Idiocracy is one of my favorite films, man. Oh, it's so man. Good. If you hadn't seen that, check it out, man. I, I, that's Rudolph. one of those movies that I, I'll never forget, but I don't think about a lot. Yeah, it's, it's funny. It, it got re-released a few years ago, and, it, <laughs> and when it got re-released, they redid the tagline that said, the only film that has turned into a documentary. <laughs> as, just, as a society. As kind time of, has <laughs> gone on. Yeah. Uh, but I think, man, if I had to be honest, I think I would rather, as a human, like if I was participating, I would rather narfle the Garthog because he is an animal. I don't think his brain's as big as mine. That's I'm, true. I might could outsmart him. Dan Aykroyd did it. But if you had to do it in his, like if you if it was an away game for you. Yeah, I'd be in trouble there. Like, But if you could do it at like old mega sports. Oh, I have the home field advantage Or like there. downtown Tupelo. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I got this guy. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. sneak through the woods of, the woods of Takapola. I can yeah. figure this out. <laughs> but on his, at his house? Mm-hmm. No shot. He's yeah. a, you're a 15-point underdog there. Yeah, but if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm going to Remulac. Is that where they're from? Remulac. I, yeah, if yeah, I go to Remulac, it. I'm not doing. I'm not having to yeah. do. It's like playing at Cameron Indoor. I, the one I would be the worst at would be the Running Man. Oh, that's I didn't even mention it for that reason. But that that is a fascinating film. It really and is. I think it was a Stephen King book. I think so. I think it was. I Stephen. think he, right. he kind of got out of his yeah. horror realm. But if you haven't seen the Running Man in a long time, it's actually a really cool film. Jesse the Body Ventura oh, was yeah. in it. You know, uh, it, I would run out of stamina first of all. Of course, they had to have Arnold. You know, well, be the guy. I'm sure I'd get killed because I had some. Half-assed partner dragging me down out there. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever your second teammate yeah. from Legends of the Hidden Temple, was. Yeah, dude, you're going to have to come on, and we're not going to. Let's make, go, man! Dynamo is going to catch us if you don't hurry up. <laughs> but I, I've always thought that those pocket posts because I watched I watched the uh, the Purge the other night. Really? I, you know, I've never seen it. I hadn't, and it terrifies me. Is it? Is it actually pretty good? It's, like it, a it's good entertaining. Watch? It's not yeah. good, but it's entertaining. But it just got me to thinking. Like they did it so that the the. The four poor folks would all kill each other and run amok and everything. Yeah, but like, I'm not rich. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm pretty. You know, I guess not, I'm not wealthy at all. Right, but I don't want to have to pillage and plunder and purge right. everything. So I'd be in trouble. Like, without know? seeing the movie, I've always kind of wondered. Like, and I don't know what the premise is, but like, what does the middle class do? Just set their alarms for six and just get up like normal. Fend for themselves. They're <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they're not the uber wealthy, so they they're in trouble. Like, I wouldn't board anything up. It's like, well, if, if they want what we've got. Well, then, now that know. I live in Tupelo's, occasionally I lock my doors, but like I didn't yeah. lock a door one out living out in West oh, no. Tagapola. So well, I've got the three best security alarms ever. They've been barking. Yeah, and they'll they'll bark like crazy. The, 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 the Lucy, hers hers sounds like a Saint Bernard, and then you walk in, it's a <laughs> fat wiener dog. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. no, no kidding, man. Well, look, man. Um, been a, what a show, man. What a fun week. Um, uh, excited moving forward. Obviously, man. I'm I'm getting a hankering for SEC baseball. State and oh, man, state. And, we didn't even talk about this yeah. on a sports episode, but state don't miss both off to good starts in SEC play. Um, we got festival season, man. I'm getting excited just simply because I get to get back into coaching. Absolutely. I, t- I, I, you know, I take spring off and I take fall off, but winter and summer are my, those are the two times I actually get to coach and I yeah. love that. So really, really excited. Well, I'm excited, like you said, about all the things we got going on. There's so many opportunities oh for gosh. people to get out and do. Duh, there's no excuse for you now. Not no. you, Mac, in particular. But there's no excuse. <laughs> Mac, there's no excuse for the folks. Get off of, your table. There's no excuse for the re- folks of the region that say there's nothing to do. I mean, right. If you can't find anything to do in Tupelo right now. That's cool. Drive over to Alabama. There's a natural land bridge you can walk across. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, like go up to uh, Shallow, Tennessee, and go to a Civil War place. Go, go down to the Delta and go to the Grammy Museum or Ground Zero. Or, or yeah, I mean Ground Zero Blues Club. Morgan Freeman might say what's up to you. You know, what yeah. I mean, go check out the Shack Up Inn. Go to Memphis. Go to Graceland. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Uh, cool. And, 
it's a progressive area that we live in, so you should be progressive in it. So. Yeah, I mean, Florence, Alabama has some of the best recording studios God, and some I of the best music Florence, history of all time. Um, do yourself a favor. Get out and do. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is that is my suggestion to you. So, uh, don't forget about our bracket challenge. Yes, we'll you know? link that soon. We'll link for that sure. soon. Uh, we, we'll get this one put out right before the tournament starts on that Thursday. We'll get it out a day early for you so you can get it. Zags all the way. Zags all the way. Unless okay. State upsets Duke. Yeah. And, Mac, I'll tell you this. Uh, <laughs> just kind of speaking about what we spoke on the first episode of the week, I'm still sore. I'm still wanting some of that magic soccer spray. Dude, I know, uh, if I can find it. I know man, you got I, some somewhere. I Super swear Bowl. I don't, man. Like, we've never Johannes has got some. You don't Yo, get I guarantee Johannes has it. <laughs> There's no way he doesn't have it. So find me some of that magic spray between now and the next time we get together. Like, well, you'd think if I if I had it, you know I'd use it. Like, on my back. <laughs> like, you're picking up caskets. They need a bacchiotomy. <laughs> but anyway, folks, man, we sure appreciate you listening. Um, check us out on Twitter. And on uh, Instagram at, yeah, at the Happening Pod, at the Happening Pod, it's H A P P E N I N. No G. There's not a G on there. So just don't. Yeah, because we're get, we're not G's. We're not G's. We're just we're just we're happenings. Yeah. We're just happening. And yeah. then P O D. You can check us out. And you can also you can find us on Facebook now. And we're on Facebook now. Thank yeah, you, Brian, yeah. for creating that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I try to stay off there because there's nothing but politics and negativity. But we're trying to bring positivity to Facebook. That's what we're trying to do. We're like the yeah. Winklevoss yeah. twins. So <laughs> thanks to thanks to our host uh, letting us stay here and hang out and host this podcast and for the fine meal and uh, it's been fun. Has been fun, folks. We will check you next week. Enjoy these pods. Give us suggestions, uh, quotes, comments anything tweets we love them we love hearing from you we will catch you next week on what's happening stay safe out there